let's take a minute to talk about PodCoin. You love podcasts. You listen to podcasts. You're listening to your favorite podcast right now. So why not get paid for listening to podcasts? PodCoin, available on the iTunes and Android Marketplace, is a simple app. Download it. Subscribe to your favorite podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, in fact. And get paid for listening. If you download PodCoin right now and use the code FRANKEN, you will get 300 free PodCoins just for signing up. And you can use those for Starbucks. You can use them for Amazon or... You can use them for charity. Now, you accrue PodCoins virtually from any podcast you listen to. So go ahead, go download PodCoin, earn some coins, subscribe to Frank and Culture, and get paid! Welcome, everybody, to another fine edition of Frankensteiner. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And unfortunately, to a cat accident, uh, the Jubaka will not be with us today. So, with me is the president of Franken Culture. Welcome, Steve. Hello! What's happening? <laughs> oh, Jim Duggan sounded ass over there. <laughs> and joining us again, I think this is his third trip now. Gotta welcome the AUW Chesapeake champion, the icon himself, Chaz Evans. You you forgot one thing. The first AUW Chesapeake champion. <laughs> yeah, make sure we put that in there. The first ever. I mean, how many shows could... are you on now, Chaz? You're on like every show. I know. I, I I'm just. I think this. <laughs> I, I I'm just. I'm just. You listen. When you're the icon, you're listen. You're a hot commodity. Everybody wants you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we got AUW WCF. DBW, yeah, yeah, that's NUW, DBW, UWF. Jeez, uh, what else? Defunct WCW. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Based in Atlanta. (laughs) XBW. Yeah. (laughs) If you if if you want if you want to count my uh, universe mode on 2K, I'm on uh, 205 Live and SmackDown. WSX, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Don't eat, don't don't bring up good memories. <laughs> some people remember that very slightly. So I'm glad someone. That's where I got my that. first taste of uh, Matt Classic. Joey Ryan was on. Man, that was like they could have made millions of dollars. I got introduced to Matt Seidel through that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Matt. Because uh, eventually, I think it turned out wasn't X Pac like the first WSS WSXX champion? It was either him or Vampiro, wasn't it? I yeah, say, it was well, I thought it was wasn't it Vampiro? Maybe it was Vampiro. I remember X Pac being on there. I was like, he still wrestles. 
Xbox. And apparently he still does. <laughs> Even now. So, Chaz, we got to talk about it, right? AUW, Trial by Fire, coming up. <clears throat> got big matches. Uh, aside from the Icons match, what other match are you looking forward to? Hmm. Let's see. There's a lot of Trial by Fire, low-key, is a stacked card. Like, all in all, it's a really stacked card. So, match I'm really looking forward to, honestly. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to say your match, Cliff, because I think that's, that's just a given, because I'm such a huge mark for uh, the Red Dog Miller. Oh. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to, ha- I, I got to go with, I gotta go. I gotta go. I got. I gotta go with my boys. Uh, Pure ignorance versus ego versus Dante Christian and uh, um, what's his name? Chris Stone. Yeah, this for the tag for the AUW Tag Team Championship. Gotta go with my boys. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be a fun matchup. I think. Uh, honestly, I'll be. I'll be real. I'm looking forward to seeing Havoc and Dreamer. That's. That's gonna be. That's, a lot of that'll fun. be good. Yeah, that'll be good too. Um, yeah, man, I was just like, the, the card itself is, like you said, it's super stacked. I mean, Antonio, Flatline, you know, Noah, and we have, uh, Raphael in a, in a DC, uh, championship number one contenders match. So that's going to be massive, especially when you have, you know, you have Dauntless in the middle. But it's okay. My boy Noah's going to win. I'm just going to go with that. No. That's my prediction, though. What's going? He's going to win that match. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I I'm going to say I got to go with Noah too. I mean, it's he's he's a lot of fun. He's you, a high flyer. He you can very, never go wrong with Noah Idol. No, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, he's the longest reigning WCF TV champion. Like you can never go wrong with Noah Idol. That's like picking like LeBron James. You can never go wrong with Noah Idol. <laughs> I mean, you can if you're a Laker, because I mean, you know, you missed out. Hey, it was a rebuilding season for them. <laughs> uh, we do have Sinister Death versus Damien Fatale. Let's That's right, pure ignorance, pure ignorance, my boy, my stable mate. <laughs> That's a squash right then and there. Damien Fatale winning. <laughs> yes, yes, he. Uh, I think you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go with the super villain. I'll take on that one. Um, then again, as you mentioned earlier, as my, uh, myself versus Logan, I'm going to be honest, I'm not taking Logan. I'm taking myself in this matchup. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick you too. <laughs> um, we also have, uh, Dreamer and Havoc. This one, uh, I'm kind of curious about this, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no clue. If, 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 ugh, that's hard. I can't, I can't pick sides. I really cannot pick sides. <laughs> as as their personal security, I I just do my job. That's all I can What's do. What's the match? I'll I'll pick a winner. I'll pick a winner right now. It's a balls count anywhere. Josh Streamer versus Roland Havoc. Uh, Streamer, Streamer's gonna win. <laughs> you taking Dreamer? Yes. Okay. Uh, you gotta watch out. I have no idea. <laughs> Who either of those gentlemen are. <laughs> but I'm going with Dreamer, baby. 
so we do have the DC Championship match. Uh, Azrael versus the winner of the first match, which we've already mentioned that we both picked Noah Idol. So Azrael versus Noah Idol. I'm going with Noah Idol for the upset. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I've been in the ring with Azrael. I haven't been in the ring with Noah. Azrael hits really hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to have to go. I'm, I'm going to go with Azrael on this one. I'm going to go with Azrael. <laughs> um, woo. The last man standing match. Chaz Evans versus Twitch Graves. Let's be honest. Totally going with, I'm totally going with Twitch Graves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that Twitch Graves guy. Listen, I I seen him and Chaz Evans have a match before, and that Twitch Graves whipped that kid's ass. <laughs> well, sounds like you're picking and new. I gotta be honest. I'm gonna go with the icon. Oh. Well. I'm glad you got faith in that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have um, a tag team championship match, as we mentioned earlier, with hashtag ego versus pure ignorance. So we have AJ Shadows and Colin Graves versus Miles Miller and Chris Idol. Also, we have Chris Stone and Dante Christian as well in this matchup. So it's a triple, triple threat tag team match. And... I have to be honest. It's going to be controversial. I'm going to take hashtag ego. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I know. Because we just had Miles on the show last week. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call him after and tell, and, and tell them that you picked <laughs> hashtag ego, ego to win over them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him this. He's going to send you a nice long like hate mail message (laughs) i can't wait to see that on facebook or twitter (laughs) hashtag fuck frankensteiner i do 100 expect to see that (laughs) 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 and then uh for our main event we have riley james versus robbie wayne um i like riley he's been in he's been in a lot of tough matchups lately but I do think Robbie is pretty sly in his uh, methods. So I have to go with Riley James. You gonna go with Riley? Yeah, I gotta gonna... go with Riley. I gotta go with Riley too. I just is it, it, Dauntless is, is is a force to be reckoned with. It's you know it's a, it's a fact. It's just a, you know. I know Rob, you know, Robbie doesn't have anybody and, you know, not to take anything away from Robbie Wayne, but Dauntless, like I said on AUW, they are the GWA, the Gorillas with Attitude, and they are what they are, Gorillas. They are big guys, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm going with Riley. Is there a single guy on that stable that weighs under 260? Like, ah, uh, probably not. I don't think so. I don't. I don't <laughs> like that whole stable is unfair. It's unfair. <laughs> I know, and like that. Yeah. So I've I've gone against Azrael. I'm on the card for Logan. I'm like, geez, dude. Like, I got. I've gone through. I'm in. I'm in the yeah. ring with two of them. Like, geez. Yeah, you. You. <laughs> 
I, I, I will say this. I've been in the ring with all of them at one point or another. And they are, they are some, they are some, they are tough. They are tough. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when a uh, trial by fair comes up. So it is what it is. And if you guys want to check out the show, um, just go on YouTube, AUW uh, Wrestling. You can find all your favorite wrestlers, the Red Dog and the Icon, both attached, will be there. Um, also, you guys can find us on Facebook because we have a Facebook site now. So They do. Yeah, AUW Wrestling. But enough about AUW because that's not why the fans came. The fans came because they wanted to see WWE. Not really. But <laughs> I will be honest. This episode of Raw was actually really good. Um, I can't even lie. So right off the jump, uh, I was a huge fan of the video package about the 24-7 title and how prestigious it was. And I think everybody has won that title. Like, I feel like Steve won that title at one time. Like, Yeah, I held it for about 15 minutes. <laughs> that's a good that's a that's a good title run. That is a yeah. very good title run at this time. <laughs> I uh I won it um in a grocery store behind the bananas. I rolled up Drake oh. got the pin and then out of nowhere he just rolled me up and he took the belt back. So somewhere in that list my name is on did there. You, did your dick fall out like Booker T? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were in a banana section. <laughs> I didn't win it. Yeah, you'll get your shot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're gonna get more soon. I yeah, I gotta I gotta find my the right the right moment. <laughs> just just wait. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody is gonna. I actually we'll talk about it right now. So it started off with a match right off the bat, right? So we had our truth and. Um, Drake Maverick with their entourage, I guess we'll call it, because Drake's wife was there, Carmella was there, um, Corey Graves' girlfriend, I guess we could call it that. Um, she, she was there in our truth corner, so they had a match. Um, you know what's funny is I was watching uh, WTF on Cultaholics, and Ross brought up a really good point, which I haven't figured out yet. So. Once the match starts, right, the 24-7 rule is suspended, right? But what stops them from trying to pin our truth before he gets in the ring? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Professionalism. Like, that's that's a pretty True. big that's a pretty big plot hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to go with professionalism as my answer. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the only way. But our oh, no, uh, truth won. About that. Yeah, our truth uh, won a match, and then a big dog pile happened, and we saw Mike Kanellis come out with the twenty four seven title, and uh, I was actually genuinely excited for Mike Kanellis to win the title. That was yeah. that was that was a shock. Yeah, it was really cool. And I was like, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. This is a this is a nice way to change up on Raw. Is that you had like the instant title change, and then um, he books it to the back. He runs it to I guess 
the WWE ref locker room, I guess is where he ran, the officials. Um, and in there, he hid until Maria came through, in which Maria proceeded to tell him, uh, if you don't open this door, I will kick you in the vagina. Which, I guess it's kind of, it's funny because, like, WWE said that they were going to go edgier on a business call that they had last week to the investors. And, um, the Should one thing, the what's that? <laughs> Silence. Silence for both of you. I, <laughs> I missed what you said. <laughs> I said, should have dropped the P bomb. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would have that would have been really edgy though, <laughs> super edgy. <laughs> but um, and, and this is what was kind of funny was that Vince McMahon, somebody had asked him if they're gonna come back to like the Attitude Era, like pushing the PG rating, and Vince McMahon said that uh, no, that they weren't going to. They were gonna get edgier and a little grittier, but they weren't going to have blood and guts like another wrestling promotion slash uh, TV network was going to possibly do. We're going to get raw. We're going to get raw. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I've, I found it interesting that they're like using more kind of like adult language on the show, which is cool. I don't mind. Um, once Maria got in, they had a discussion, and then he told – she told him – you're going to lay down like you always do. And Maria pinned him and won the title and became the first pregnant woman to win a title, which I didn't know how I felt about that. You know, I was you know, you know what my favorite part about this whole thing is? Uh, the random, like, ref fucking shirt is, like, hanging in the back. Like, I get it. Okay, it's, it's the ref locker room. But it's just like... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Random ass shirt. What are you saying, Chaz? Oh, I love, I love that it's the Maria's champion. It makes her, the, it, it literally makes her the top heel, like low key. Because who's real? Like she has a point. Who's going to pin, you know, a pregnant woman? Oh, I, I already know the answer to that. I'm I'll 100. do it. <laughs> it's, it's gonna Ooh. be our truth. <laughs> It's, oh. <laughs> it's going to be truth. Like, let's be real. Like, there's no reason why Maria would walk around and be like, hey, I'm going to have an OBGYN appointment. So if you guys want to come try to pin me while I'm in the stirrups, you know that's what truth's going to do. That's exactly what he's going to be. Uh, be the Dr. doctor. Truth? Yeah. yeah, Dr. Truth. I think so. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. That's actually. <laughs> do, you think, do you think you'll hit her in the head with a. Uh... A bedpan? Yo, please, please can oh. happen. That would be so funny. <laughs> I would probably lose my shit if that happens. Like, I would, I would lose. Every, I, oh, that would be funny. Just That's like go. one of my favorite parts of the like Austin McMahon thing. I, you know what I would like as a callback, and I know this is people gonna be like, no, you can't do that. Is if our truth like grabbed a catheter and he just looked at it and then looked at her and then put it down and then like pinned her. Just like as a oh. callback to that segment. <laughs> Ouch. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> I know we've already lost like 20 listeners now because of that comment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're going to move on past this. 
and jump right into uh, the gauntlet match, right? So Rey Mysterio, Cesaro opened up this match. I thought it was a really good match. Uh, and, like, it, I didn't feel like anybody lost except, you know, Cesaro got pinned. He looked really good in the match. Rey Mysterio won. Still looked good. Sami Zayn came out. He didn't look so good. He got pinned right away. And uh, the disrespect to Sami Zayn is like, oh, it's through the roof. I just it, super oh. disrespectful. Super disrespectful. It is just it, like, is it? It's like he has not won a match since he's returned, and it's just I, I understand. You know, give the man a W, at least one. Yeah, yeah. and you know. We'll we'll talk about with the SmackDown side. There's some other stuff that kind of came up, but yeah, 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 like ever. Well, I feel like it's ever since, like they really made it apparent that they're gonna bury Sammy because of uh the Sammy for Syria thing because he didn't go, he couldn't go to the Saudi show, so it's like bury him, just hurry up and put him down. It's like you guys are crazy, man. He's such uh, a talent. So... It's yeah, but if, if if it's really the Sammy Fasiria thing, that's the most stupid. That's stupid because if you know, because I listen to uh, what you call it, I think it's uh, uh Bruce Pritchard, yeah. And they say like you know, like they have the option that they want that they you know to go or not, and all that. So it's like they respect their wishes and all that, like because Daniel Bryan did, didn't go either. Well, Sammy and Alistair Black, from what I understood, at Super Showdown were the only two not allowed to go to the show because oh. Sammy has Syrian heritage and Alistair Black has a tattoo on his back that... Right, I knew, about, I knew about that. Yeah. Oh, Alistair Black, yeah. But yeah, so unfortunately for Sammy, he's going to keep getting punished and that sucks because he's a talent. He's a really good talent. Yeah. And you can't turn him face, which also sucks. But with that being said, uh, so he got pinned up really quick. Um, the next person to come out was uh, Andrade, which he's a SmackDown superstar. And I don't know why I thought, I was like, man, he can win it all. He can win the rest of the way. It'd be awesome. Totally forgot the fact that he's on SmackDown. And brand split is not a thing anymore, but that's where he belongs. And so... He beat Rey Mysterio, and uh, then he ripped Rey's mask, which super disrespectful. Even though he used to come out in a mask and then just like throw it behind him, but uh, he wins. He gets, and then Rey Mysterio gets saved by Ricochet, who has a another great match with uh, with Andrade, and he wins. And so Ricochet will be competing against AJ Styles at SummerSlam. For the United States title. Sweet. I guess. How do you feel about that matchup coming up? Ah. Uh, it's going to. It's going to. Uh, they're really pushing Ricochet. And I'm gl- I, I, I'm really like. I, I'm glad that they are. And it's a good. And it's good that using. You know. Using AJ. To work with Ricochet. To really help get him over. Cause it's it AJ and Ricochet as we've seen already can put on instant classics and 
if we've seen how AJ wrestles at SummerSlam, AJ's like like Cena at SummerSlam. He, you know, SummerSlam is when they put on, you know, these clinics. So I think AJ and Ricochet probably at SummerSlam is going to be literally still the show, if not one of the matches that still is the show. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely I like see that. I like that it's, all, it's supposed to be like not a guaranteed rematch for the loser, but we continuously get rematches for the loser. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's it's weird. Like, I guess with this run back, though, it's different because Ricochet had to earn his opportunity. But why well, not yeah, just... so did Seth. But that's what I mean. They're, they're getting put in these, these scenarios where they can, quote-unquote, earn a rematch. Like, no, fuck you. Go to the back of the line. No, don't ever disrespect Ricochet with the name of Seth Rollins. Fuck Seth. Anyway, uh, we had a triple threat match uh, for the tag titles, for the Raw tag titles. Uh, the OC versus the Revival versus the Usos. And I told that to a friend of mine, and he was like, oh, let me guess, the Usos won. And no, surprisingly, I was like, no, actually, the OC won. And uh, I thought that was cool. <laughs> I really did. I was so happy. I was oh so happy. Yeah, I was following you on Facebook. I saw your I saw your post. <laughs> I know I, I everyone who knows me, they know I I have this like like I love I love Gallows and Anderson. And when you put them with AJ and I'm because AJ's my favorite wrestler and you got the club and I'm like, "Oh, yes." So now that they all have title belts. I, I, I'm a happy person. WWE can do no wrong with me right now. So, because <laughs> my boys got the belts, so they're 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 in good graces with me. Vince is doing good. I'm I'm not mad at Vince for anything at this at, at least for this week. <laughs> well, good because it was Paul Heyman that was running the show when Vince was around. Apparently. Right, true. That is true. <laughs> apparently, so good job, Paul. <laughs> uh, the Viking Raiders defeated. Uh, Johnny James and Cole Carter, cool. Um, then this. Oh I think shit! This, what? Fandango returned to NXT. Oh yeah. Well, damn it. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So. On IG. Tyler so uh, Raw Women's uh, Championship match. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Alexa Bliss, who was injured in the match, quote-unquote. And then uh, Becky took on Nikki Cross, which then Becky just beat Nikki Cross, too. Uh, and Natalia came out and attacked Becky afterwards because of an earlier incident where Becky attacked Natalia while she was training uh, with Fit Finley, who then Becky called a traitor. And... Finley! <laughs> Fit Finley. <laughs> And I like to fight. Um, Bro, Finley was always one of my favorites as a kid. Dude, 100%. The fucking mullet. Like, when he was in WCW, <laughs> yes. the mullet and, like, the Road Warrior gear was fucking sick. Bro, <laughs> uh, Finley, when he was on SmackDown with the shillelagh. And, that, went, oh, that, that, yeah. I, I love Finley. That, that took me back. I remember when. It's always good. I think it's always Finley. Good to see Finley. Yeah, Finley had a matchup with Rey Mysterio, and, like, they were, it was, I don't remember how they 
the whole thing got started, but they were pushing each other, and then a ref got in the way, and they both pushed a ref, and it was a double DQ. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's a good way to end this match. <laughs> um, There's so- a, uh, a Finley Regal match from, fuck, I'm not going to be able to pull the pay-per-view, but they just beat the shit out of each other. I, I think I know I great. think I know which one you're talking about. I think I've heard of the, her I think I know which night you're talking about. I can't remember yeah, either. They just Oh my god, it's great. Was, was that WCW's Bash at the Beach? Like it m- might have been. I, I think that's what it, it was. Um but yeah, so Finley, of course, obviously he's like one of our favorites. Um who was an? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of delaying out here. So Seth Rollins was next up versus Dolph Ziggler, and this made me feel a little ounce of uh, remorse for Seth Rollins. So <clears throat> Seth is beating Dolph. Um, it's getting to the end of the match. Brock Lesnar's music hits, um, and Seth is like getting ready, but then Dolph like grabbed his leg. And just like held him, and then Brock came in and just decimated the shit out of, out of Seth. And I, uh, I took a little pity because he took that F five to the post, then he got F five everywhere, and onto a chair, and on a gurney. And I was like, Bro- "Yep, Brock beat the shit out of Rollins. Brock <laughs> fucked him up. He <laughs> beat." <laughs> <laughs> He beat the crap out of Seth Rollins. It was great. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was brutal. I, that's all I can say. It was. It was very brutal. And uh, I think the match that we we're looking at was a uh, Great American Bash 2006 with Finley and. Oh, no, it's not Finley. It's uh, that's the wrong one. It would have been. No, it's uh, uncensored. It's uncensored '96. There you go. There oh yeah, go. I just found it. There you go, guys. This... If everybody's watch, listening. Go watch that pay per view. Watch that match. <laughs> yeah, if you want to how to work a really really stiff match, that's the match yes. to watch. Oh, that ooh, <laughs> stiff is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about them, like broke their nose or some shit. Like it, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and they like each other. Yeah. <laughs> It's always the people that you like the most is when you beat the crap out of them. Right. Or you miss them on a suicide dive and they just kiss concrete. That happens. Oh, wow. You just you had to go. You just, oh, man. <laughs> what do you talk about? Do you know something that happened? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I was just talking about events that happened in wrestling. I mean. You seem to know something. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, for our main event for the night, uh, we had the Samoa Summit that was not to happen because while Seth Rollins was being rolled out, he's being checked on by Becky and Roman. And thank God the commentary team did not mention that Becky, uh, Seth's girlfriend's right there, like checking on him, making sure he's okay. Um, but Samoa Joe and... So OC beat the shit out of the Usos as well as uh, Roman Reigns. Then Samoa Joe went out to the center ring. 
called out Roman. They got into a bigger fight. Drew McIntyre came out. Cedric Alexander came out. The OC came out. The Usos came out. Brawl all over the place. And eventually it led to Cedric Alexander jumping off the Titan Tron, which I never imagined that would be something somebody would want to do. So, except uh, except Jeff Hardy. I didn't say this part. I had, to put, I had to put my son to bed. And listening to my father-in-law try to describe <laughs> what happened was amazing. <laughs> well, and then the two Samoan guys, they were beating each other up. <laughs> one Samoan, he had a friend come in. He was really tall. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just watch that later then. <laughs> I guess if you want to... <laughs> Samoan guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to run by play-by-play. It just... It, it, it literally was just like one, two, three, five, seven, eight. And you're like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Everybody. All I remember is hearing Renee Young going, oh, my God. Like every five seconds. Wow. I was like, Jesus, Renee, I was standing up for you for the first two hours and 58 minutes of this show. At last minute, I was <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not her fault. Like. You know what? I, I kind of want to touch on this too before we switch over to SmackDown. But on a lot of people were like dogging the shit out of her on on her commentary. I was like, bro, they're like, I was like, you have someone yelling in your ear the whole time to say something, and you're trying to keep it composed. You're gonna suck too. <laughs> like, she's not a bad commentator. She just has a person who writes and says shitty things for to her. Right, and even then, like she's like, I think, like she said, she's like she like got thrown in on, you know, thrown into it, and she's still learning. Like she's learning while as she goes. Like she's not like like uh, I don't know, I forgot who I, I don't know who I was listening to said something, but she's not a Michael Cole, she's not a Jr. And you know, she's not you know Corey Graves that you know picked it up just like that. It's going. She's got to learn how to do it. Commentating is not easy. No, and Corey Graves. Actually, you know, he cut his teeth in NXT before he got moved to the main roster. Exactly. So, I mean, like... Yeah, he... Renee only did, like, every so often, I feel like. She wasn't, like, a main commentator on NXT. No. She yeah, always she had, was, like, the... She, she had the backstage shows, segments right? all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they had the backstage segments, and she was doing the pre-shows. Yeah. You know, with the panel and everything. She did Talkin' Raw and Talkin' Smack. Oh, yeah. I heard a lot. I love talking smack. We need to bring that back. Well, I think they, I think there's rumors they're going to once they yeah. lose the Fox. Like they want a, like a Talking Dead type show. Yeah, with I think yeah, Renee is supposed to be hosting it, which kind of makes me sad because it makes me feel like they're gonna like write Renee off of Raw and just like have her. Fine. No, I love her on commentary. She's lit. Um, no, we need Booker T back. Fuck that. I'd rather I like hear, I'd rather listen to David Otunga. Shucky Ducky, Shucky Ducky. That's my favorite line. That's my favorite bucket line. Shucky Ducky, Quack Quack Quack. That's my favorite line. But it it is kind of sad though because like Renee is a really good talent and it's just fucked up that people are over here talking shit about her and her comments. And she's like, hey, I know I'm not good. I'm just trying to get better. So it is what it is. But that show yeah, that's that's the heartbreaking part. Yeah. Well, the show on Fox, I was I was ex- I was excited about it because they said that they're gonna bring Renee back, but then they're like, "Oh yeah, we're bringing Jerry King Lawler too." I was like, "Why? Why?" Just you know what though, Jerry's still like a great commentator. 
Yeah, but I want someone more recent. Somebody who's like, like Aiden English would be perfect for the show. Yeah, like, but you're not saying that about AEW with JR. Uh, because JR is still getting hit. Because it's a fledgling promotion. And besides, <laughs> I don't have to say that about it. It's, that's JR. Jim, that's the voice of pro wrestling. Yeah. I don't sit back and go, hey, you know who's really good at commentary that I really wish would come back? Jerry the King Lawler. In fact, oh fuck! I you could him. take away you could take away Cole and Graves and give me a Lawler, Renee Booth, and I would love it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna be mad about that. Except I would want someone <laughs> more current. Maybe like an Aiden English would be perfect for that role. <laughs> I'm gonna stay consistent in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, Renee doing play by play actually wouldn't be bad with Lawler as color. Not now that you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> it it well, and they've gotten so far away from like the play by play and the color. Like it, it's, uh, I don't. It's distracting. Smart That's them. the problem. Smart them. <laughs> I want to watch the I want to watch the matches and I want someone to do the play by play. But the problem is, is that they're always trying to tell a story over the top of like wrestling. Like I don't. I yeah, don't that care is what you have to say. Just tell, tell me he got black masked. I don't care about the fact that you think he's moody. Just, there's <laughs> Alistair Black hit with a black mask. <laughs> like, damn. Big mood coming down to the ring, Alistair Black. Pew, pew. Oh, it's Ricochet. Who cares? Uh, I, <laughs> them sound effects that they, that, oh, sound effects. <laughs> I'm, well, they, I think. I didn't hear it on Ricochet's. Well, I guess he ran into the ring too. I didn't hear it. Um, but Alistair's like wood creaking thing they took out, which thank you because that shit was annoying. But we got to move over. Started that, that that thing with uh, Ricochet. That's oh, it makes me mad. I know. <laughs> Could you imagine if like somebody would came have... in and it had a gun, like as a sound effect, like a. And it's like Cesaro, and then right after that you had Chum Chum, and it's Ricochet. You're like (laughs) Cesaro missed. (laughs) I really miss the days where Cesaro came out as like 007. I liked that intro. So fucking cool. And then he like just ripped like the suit off, and you're like, that was a cool entrance. And now he doesn't do it no more. He comes out in shorts. Sweet. (laughs) so smackdown (laughs) happened (laughs) which we're recording this on a wednesday so last night um we started off the show with a promo of shane mcmahon talk about why he was going to be on the show so it's funny because uh i think i was watching wrestle talk today when they did their live stream and they had mentioned that shane was the ultimate heel because he filmed it in portrait mode Instead of landscape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was dying about it. I was like, all right, I get you on that. That's funny. But um, Kevin Owens said, well, thank God we'll save the day because we don't need him here. Drew McIntyre came out and told him he talks too much. And then they got into a fight. And Kevin Owens won with two stunners, which is cool. Kind of. Yeah, really still, cool. Yeah. Kind of still makes... Drew look like a monster, but it still helps um, Kevin Owens because it still puts him over as like you know a dangerous 
face. So congrats to that. And then uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss <laughs> actually pinned Bailey and Ember Moon, which actually Ember Moon took the loss, and I don't know why. She's the top contender. If anybody could have taken a loss, it could have been either Bailey or uh, Nikki Cross. It, I don't understand why Ember Moon had to eat the eat the pin. Yeah, neither did I. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't make sense. And then, like, what did make sense was Bailey hitting. Ember with the uh, Bailey to belly, which by the way, I just want to acknowledge this. That's a dumb move. I said, why? It. Why? I don't see anybody else getting pinned on a belly to belly suplex, like ever. So what makes Bailey so much more significant than someone like Brock Lesnar who throws a belly to belly, or Kurt Angle? Because it's the Bailey to belly. <laughs> she trapped that arm. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a Bailey to belly, not a belly to belly, because it's not like a belly. It's Bailey to the belly suplex. So I guess if, if I you... like change my finisher to like the red dog to belly suplex, makes that move that much more devastating. Cool. <laughs> I'm not that I'm going to because. I still think that's a dumb finisher. So we're going to move on. <laughs> uh, so the King's Court happens, speaking of the King, <laughs> Jerry. Um, so Jerry brought out his, apparently from what he's said numerous times in different interviews, his favorite woman's wrestler of all time, which was Trish Stratus, which cool. she came out and uh, they threw yeah, jokes. They threw jokes back and forth at each other about, um, you know, about the Raw reunion, which, by the way, if you guys didn't hear in the last episode, you hear what I thought of the Raw reunion. Um, But they mentioned, have you ever had that itch to have one more match? And she said yes, and that drew out Charlotte, which then Charlotte challenged her to a match. So we're getting Charlotte versus... Trish at SummerSlam, which could be cool. Charlotte looks like a fucking mutant. <laughs> you said that, yes. <laughs> we were talking about that in the chat room, and you did say that a yeah. couple times. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> I didn't realize this till last night. She got her mole removed. Oh, yeah, dude. I thought we talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I don't recall. Huh. <laughs> I was like, I'll be damned. Yeah, she got she like got that removed. It almost looks like she got her her tits bigger. <laughs> um it definitely looks like she like got another nose job. Like it's it's crazy the amount of work she's had done. Yeah, she's had a lot of work done. So that's cool about her. Congrats to her doing her thing. She, but she still she still looks like Rick in the face. <laughs> it just it it does like it. She still looks like Rick, like spit, like literally like Rick regurgitated her, and that was Charlotte. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, you can find him at the icon underscore Chaz Evans. That's where you can <laughs> at him at. <laughs> <laughs> so. The 
the next matchup was Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor, where Dolph was talking about, yeah, Seth wanted to get retribution, but look what happened to him with the Brock Lesnar coming through. Um, and yes, I said the Brock Lesnar, the Brock Lesnar. Um, but midway through this match, all the lights shut down, the power went out into place, and we got the Fiend who returned on SmackDown, which was awesome. Distracted Finn. Finn caught a super kick and got pinned, which I was like, cool. That was a good way to end this match. I just enjoy seeing uh, Bray Wyatt. I'm going to be honest. Was Bryant in, in the was Bryant, was Wyatt in the ring or was he uh, like standing on the stage? I don't I don't know. I, was he even there? <laughs> it's like. They just kind of like showed his face with the like spooky flashlights and like, okay. Well, it sounded like he was there because Corey Graves was like, he was right here in the ring, wasn't he? And it obviously when he says something stupid like that, I instantly know that he was in the ring. So yeah, I guess. And then he was gone. And yeah, I guess that's what happens. But then after that, we got the main event, which I really wanted the original main event. Well, not the original. The second main event that I was about, WWE I was announced say, on Twitter. They changed it like 15 different times. <laughs> they really did. Um, but I really wanted to see the OC versus the New Day. I think that would have been fire just to have. Hey, uh, you didn't talk about Ramblin' Rabbit. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite part. Talking about the one person who said that he's a huge fan of Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, and then Bray smashes in, looking for uh, Ramblin' Rabbit to kill him. Right. It was it was I funny love, how he bolted too because he was like, "I'm out of here," and he just like split yeah. off. By the way, it's it's Bray Wyatt in the uh, Firefly Funhouse continues to be one of the best parts of. I'm not going to lie. When I said, uh, when Ramblin' Rabbit was saying, I'm out of here, I actually made like a little bunny thing. And I just like, for some <laughs> reason, I just like took off like running like, <laughs> like that. I don't, I don't know why. But um, the final matchup, though, with Kofi Kingston versus uh, AJ Styles was, I thought that was a really great match. Um, and nobody... Nobody won and nobody lost, which is kind of good because you don't want to, like, take the luster away from either person, especially with all the momentum they have going. So right, I was very right. excited to see this match play out. But then, like, obviously I'm glad it ended the way it did. What was your guys' That thoughts? spot, though, that they did, the spot with uh, AJ going up for the Phenomenal Forum into the Trouble in Paradise, yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, that whole end part, though, kind of got, like, muddied just from the camera work. Like, there was so much stuff going on, and you really couldn't focus on any of it. Like, the the club and the New Day are fighting on the outside, and then AJ and Kofi are in the end. It, it was just like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. I don't, they probably they, they didn't, didn't know which camera angle to take to get all of it in one. No. Shout out to... Uh... Shouts to Dunn for that. Bitch off. 
Nope. Um, I will have to say though, did you guys notice that when AJ Styles' music hit, like the New Day was dancing to it, like in the ring? Yeah, all this, yeah, they're, they're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was like, this is this is actually really cool. <laughs> do you follow Corey Graves on Instagram? Oh, dude, you just beat me to it because I love. <laughs> Biggie acting fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and I'll send it to my wife all the time. It was so great. Oh, they, oh my goodness. Hit, Corey Graves and Biggie, literally, they, oh my, it's so funny. <laughs> Yo, Biggie is like, he's wild, man. He is. I think one time it was the Iconics were like driving, and I think it was Billy Kay. She like went and live streamed, and, um, out of nowhere, Big E, like, jumped in the call and was, like, it was just right after his meniscus surgery. And uh, he's they were, like, talking to him. And you could see, like, the stream went up through the roof. Because I think it started off with, like, I think it was, like, six or 7,000 people. But as soon as Big E got involved, it shot all the way up to, like, 14,000, 15,000 people just to see Big, e see Big E say, oh, yeah, now I can walk around finally after my surgery. And uh, everybody was, like, mad excited about it. It was crazy. I was like, oh, nice. So it was kind of wild to see that whole play out. Um, But, yeah, so then let's talk about the weirdest thing on SmackDown, which would have been the very end, of course. Um, So a friend of this channel, uh, Anthony, everybody knows him on Get the KO as AJ Lujan. Um, he, he said, uh, he's like, what happened at the end of, at the end of SmackDown? Or he's like, how was SmackDown? I was like, SmackDown was great. And then it felt like a plane crash because of this weird ending segment, which essentially like you took off. Well, you like went to cruising speed and then just like rough landed all the way through. But, um, what happened was, is. Roman Reigns was going to walk through and make his announcement of his next opponent that um, he wanted to face. But as, like, Kayla Braxton was getting ready to interview him, all this stuff fell on top of him. So, like, cages and speakers, whatever. And they made it, they tried to make it seem like it was, like, crazy. But he was, like, he was just laying underneath everything. Like, everything was okay. And like, Yeah, like, when the camera went back to him, he was just, like, to the side of it. He was like, I'm fine. It didn't even hit me. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, he tried to stop it, and then, like, they jumped to a camera that was in the cage as it was falling over. I was like, this was definitely set up really bad. <laughs> yeah. It, it, they they could have did a better job of doing all that. Yeah. I feel like they, they probably came up with that on the fly during, you know, Vince's rewrite, and they didn't have enough time to properly prepare it. That's my excuse. I mean, I can see that. And I could take that excuse. I wouldn't, I'm not mad about it. I was just weird. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was just, it was just whatever. It, yeah. It. Yeah, it was, a, it was weird. Um, it was a weird setup, and it was a weird ending to SmackDown. Um, but rumor had it that if you go through and you guess you follow people on, uh, Instagram and on Twitter, cause they're talking mm-hmm. about it, that they have still frames of Buddy Murphy just like 
walking in the background, like as everything goes to fall. So I'm very curious. I just seen that. Yeah, I like probably like five minutes before we got on. I had, I had seen one of those stills, and I was just like, "Oh, this is interesting." Like this, I, I if it's Buddy Murphy, I I'm totally fine with that because it gives Buddy TV time, and it's good to have Buddy working somebody like Roman Reigns, you know? Yeah. So I yeah, if it's I hope you know that's just you know that's actually true and not just oh it's, let's just play the fans like you know. It's Buddy Murphy in there. They have him think it's Buddy in actuality. It's Samoa Joe. Right. Well, I mean, Buddy Murphy ran over Stone Cold at the Royal Rumble. Right? Oh, yeah. I remember. That was... I I did it for The Rock. I, I did it for the people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just... I remember The Rock's segment on that, and that... Shit was hilarious. That was the best promo ever cut by somebody. Maybe not the best. At that time, it was the best. <laughs> so, that was WWE, kind of in a nutshell. Next week, we'll talk about NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? How are you not going to talk about uh, Drake Maverick versus Canellis uh, on 205? You see it? No. And you want to know why? You- because one dude is chasing after a 24th title while the other one is laying down with it. Nobody is taking no, either one of those two guys seriously. Uh, you sh- you need to go watch the match. No, I really know good. because I know Drake won. And I know that the match was good. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out because it was a really good match. But I'm not talking about <laughs> it because I can't take them seriously unless they're on 205 Live. And if they exclusively would be on that show... I would be like, yeah, but they look like jokes on Raw, and I feel bad for them. And it's not cool. Uh, yeah, it is kind of weird watching Raw and then watching 205 Live, trying to see Mike as a serious, you know, heel. Right. And it's yeah, it is kind of weird. Like I feel, I feel, I feel like. It's it's wrong to kind of like dismiss him, right? Because Mike is a really good worker on 205 Live. And the Davari versus uh, uh, Tozawa match was actually really good too. But it's like not enough people are watching it. And when you do watch it, are you really going to take it seriously when you see Mike Kanellis and Drake Maverick on the show? Like, I'm not. I stopped taking Drake Maverick seriously after he peed his pants. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. When AOPP, is that what they call it? Actually, when he debuted with AOP, I stopped taking him seriously because I was like, dude, you look awkward while you're trying to walk around be tough, dressed like AOP for no reason. <laughs> it was, like, it was almost like uh, Drake Maverick was like, I don't have any of your guys' gear. And like Razor like, threw him his gear and was like, wear this. And come out with us. It was like way too big for him. I was like, I just, what is this? Chill 2.0? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And I don't like it. And I can't vibe with it. So, it was what it was, unfortunately. I like Drake, like, as a wrestler. I, I know Rockstar Spud. I got it, guys. Don't worry. Um, I liked him in the match on 205. It's just, he's done so much damage 
while WWE on Raw has done so much damage to his credibility, I can't take him seriously as the GM of 205. So, unfortunately, it is where it is. But, aside from WWE, I'm going to move over to New Japan Pro Wrestling because we got to give the updates on the Grand Prix. Have you been watching any of the uh, the matchups, Chaz? I, I, he, I've been watching Moxley. I've been watching his matches. Um, I, I can never miss an Osprey match. It's it's Osprey. So yeah, he's. But I've watched. I watched a couple of. I've been. I always when when when, it, when the G one comes uh around every. I always miss a couple of matches because it's hard to, to keep up. But I've been watching a couple of them. I watched some matches. Yeah, they have a. They always. I feel like every week I'm like, I'm struggling to. At least watch one or two of the matches and still try to keep up with like all the other stuff that's going on. It's really, really tough. So, yeah. Um, because Will Ospreay and Zack Saber Jr. just had their first match together, um, wrestling, which I didn't know in New Japan, which was really cool to watch. And you know, yeah, I, that's uh, I definitely want I want to see that match so bad. I got to get around to watch it. Yeah, uh, and then Kenta and Okada uh, wrestled as well, which I was like, dang, man. Like, there's another matchup that I want to see happen because here we are. Uh, what was his name? Was What was Kenta's name in WWE again? Oh, uh, Hideo Atami. Atami, yep. So that's how disrespectful it is, is that I don't want to remember him as a WWE star because they didn't really use him that well unless he was yeah. in NXT. In NXT he tore it up. But once he went to he did. 205, it was it was done. But seeing Kenta yeah. is such a fierce dude now. Oh yeah, cuz yeah, cuz it reminds you, you know, this is what he should have been when he went to WWE. Right. But you know, yeah, and then also you remember he had he got injured. He was always injured a lot. Yeah. He was. It, and it, it's kind of unfair to say, but definitely was. It was tough, tough seeing uh, those kind of matchups go down. Um, but now, like, he's back to being at New Japan, and he's a killer in the streets. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool. So the blocks, block A, you have Okada at 12, Kenta at 8, uh, Ibushi at 8, Tats- Tanahashi at 8, Evil at 6. Uh, Archer, Offspray, Sonata, and Saber Jr. all at four, and then uh, Fail uh, at two. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, the following wrestlers cannot win the block regardless of future results, which would include Archer, Offspray, Sonata, Saber, and Fail. So, tough breaks for those dudes. On the other side, though, like Moxley, Ishii. Robinson, uh, Takaji, Yano, Taichi, Naito, Cobb, Goto, and White. Anybody can still win that bracket, which is really cool. I'm not going to lie. I feel like obviously everybody in in the G1 is going to be a big deal. But if you have that many guys that close that you're like, anybody can win this tournament. I'm like, everybody looks like a star. Yeah. Which I'm not sure when is the next... When is the next round of the G1? Actually, I should I think, probably find that out sometime. I think, I think uh, B-Block is the first, I think. So I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, 
Actually, you're right. It is. So I'm definitely have to wake up early and try to see if I can watch any of those matches live. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. It's not going to happen. Oh, man. I, I, I The only time I, I really watch New Japan when if it's, it's, it's Wrestle Kingdom. When, yeah. you know, because that, that's, that, that, that's one of the things I got to sleep the day before during the day so I can be up. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel on, on that. I, I'm an old, I'm an old ass dude. And I know <laughs> that <laughs> I'm honest. Um, I have trouble like watching, like I try to watch as much WWE stuff or like WWE and UFC. I try to stay up as late as possible. I'm not going to lie. There are nights where I just pass out and i'll miss like rounds of like the ufc event and for some reason i'll wake up right at the end and i'm like oh what did i miss this is tough <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's uh, that's always that's always me watching wrestle uh watching new japan yeah so i feel you on that like getting all the rest all the way up into the point of the show and then being like all right let's go <laughs> i will have to say though have you seen the new uh, promo video by David Starr calling out Walter for over the top. I did. I did. I did. I did. I loved David, that. He's David Starr literally can cut a promo on a cactus and it'd be amazing. <laughs> well, he is really, really good at Twitter. <laughs> And apparently he's the ace of OTT. So I I love watching David Starr go to work. He is ridiculous. Um, I watched his match with uh, Orange Cassidy. And I was like, God, man. The dude is like, he hits super hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The man, he, he's half man, half amazing. And that's yeah. like not even an understatement. Nope, not at all. Is there a... Is there any wrestling matches that are coming up that you're excited about that's obviously like outside of maybe WWE and even AEW, you know, and we haven't even talked about AEW, right? But some of those other matches from like some of the other smaller promotions that you're looking forward to. Hmm. Probably. I Honestly, I'm really, really looking forward to that six man tag that's going to be on AEW on uh their first live show. Oh, on their yeah. weekly show. With the uh the Young Bucks and uh Kenny versus uh Jericho and two mystery opponents. I don't know who they are, but that alone I'm like, oh that's going to be good. Cause just, I'm just time? curious. Cause I'm just curious on who it could be. Could could we speculate? Mm, I'm uh, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to say one of those two has got to be uh, Pac, a.k.a. Neville. Let me throw it out there. Because who Ooh. else got announced for that mat, uh, for that night? Which, by the way, guys, um, as Chaz said, uh, AEW did make out make their big announcement that October 2nd at in Washington, D.C., is going to be the first ever taping for AEW's new 
weekly program, which I'm not going to lie. They tickets go on sale Friday, August 2nd at noon. Yep. So I have to talk to my wife about trying to cop up some tickets because I want to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to go so bad. So bad. It's It's going to be so awesome. Especially because it's like, it's such a historical event because it's the first time that TV will be returning to, well, wrestling will be returning to TV on TNT in like 18 years or something like that. Almost 20 years. Yep. It's crazy to think about. I just, oh man. I it could be Moxley. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Moxley, it could it, he could be one of those mystery opponent, uh, mystery partners. It could be. I I it could be. I'm I'm interested in a Sammy Guevara versus Cody matchup. I really want to oh, see yeah, how that. that's going to play out. I'm not gonna lie. The other match I'm really looking forward to um, is Moxley versus Josh. Uh, Barnett at Bloodsport. I oh just, my goodness, yes. That promo was so lit. That promo video was so lit. <laughs> I cannot believe how awesome that was. That, oh man, that, oof. That whole, oh. Moxley's just, the matches he's like set to have and he's been having is just, they're just on like, they're just really high caliber matches, and I think, I think it's good for him to you know that he finally got out of that WWE bubble and he's you know having fun again and really putting on these uh, dream in a sense dream matches that you never thought we would probably see. Right. What if it's Enzo and Cass XL? Oh yeah, like yeah, them. That that's very much a possibility. Because they have been around, and they have, like, had, um, you know, Enzo had his run-ins with Joey Janela, and they did have the match at, what was it, NE Wrestling, Northeast Wrestling, uh, with Mox, and Mox yes. has been, Mox has really been high on uh, Kaz, so it's kind of interesting, I'm kind of interested, I don't know, not kind of, now I kind of want it to be those two. That know, would be interesting. I know a lot of people are going to be like, shut up, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you're definitely going to get some haters for that one. Enzo sucks. Yeah, I got it. But his mouth writes a lot of checks, and people oh, yeah. want to see that mouth get shut up. So that those checks yeah. cash in. <laughs> yeah, Enzo, that's, that's the one thing. Enzo can cut. He, can, he, he got the gift of gab. He really does. It's it's funny though because his wrestling has been getting better, and I'm curious to see what he looks like in a ring. Now I didn't really get to see the any uh, any W match, but I mean his promos have always been on point, and he's always willing to do shit that like is out of nowhere. Like who cuts a promo when two heels are wrestling at a WWE event you paid a ticket to? Like, yeah, you're he, trying. He, he, you know, he's got balls. It's, yeah, he's not. He's not afraid to do anything. That's it's so true about him. So big props. Um, I 
I don't know, man. I'm very curious to see. Because I know there's a lot of rumors of uh, of Pac coming back and signing with uh, AEW now that he lost his title at Dragon Gate. So we'll see. Right. We'll see what happens with All Out. I mean, I'm I'm excited for that. I think it's very weird that we have we have New Japan Pro Wrestling, we have WWE uh, NXT Takeover or NXT UK Takeover, and we have uh, All Out all in the same night. It's gonna yeah. be an insane night of well, insane day of wrestling. Let's be honest, right? Yeah, because UK is going to be early in the day. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. And I think that's gonna that's gonna it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> it's be a long day. And if I remember right, I think AUW has a show that day too. <laughs> we have really? Stuff, I think I think so. We have lots of stuff going on. Well, I'm not going then. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. I want to double check now that I'm thinking about it. I really want to see. I'm pretty sure. I think I saw that because. I'm not going to be at a 17th show. Sorry, fans. I know you want to see me there, but I won't be able to make it there. I will be on vacation. So the 17th, I said I was going to be there. Yeah, we have a show on the 31st. I'll be damned. Um, somebody better have somebody better have a live stream on. I I got <laughs> that already. I'm already on. <laughs> I'm on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, is there really too much more going on in the wrestling world? Is there? Um, no, that's not it, honestly. You want to give them your plugs? Let them know where they can find you at? Uh, well, you guys, uh, dog, on everything. Icon, the icon underscore Chaz, Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, at WCF Wrestling, uh, uh, AUW Wrestling, um, NUW Wrestling, all that wrestling. You can find me there. Um, yeah. Yep, and then um, you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms at CM underscore Miller 85. So whether you're on Vero, um, you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Discord, Reddit, PlayStation, you can find me there. Um, You guys can also find me here, as always, on Frankensteiner, a part of the Frankenculture family. And then you guys can find me on Nerds of the Round Table, as always. Actually, you can find Chaz himself on Nerds of the Round Table as well. You can. You can see me on the Nerds of the Round Table. You can. Yeah. And I know we haven't made it official, but we're going to put this show out first. He's one of our new official members. Spoiler. Spoiler so, alert. Super spoilers alert. Um, and then, unless you follow the Facebook page. Then you would have known. Um, and also, you guys can find me on Get the KO, which, you know, is our MMA podcasting one. You won't find Chaz on that one. No, Yet. not that one. Yet. But for me uh, and Chaz, that was our take on wrestling today. And we will catch you guys next time. Icon out. <laughs>